I said that laughing. Hi. Shayla Raquel here with Wednesday, Chanel, and Baker. Your handsome engineer extraordinaire, Gary Medina, on the twos and nines, on the gears and wheels. We're about to get started. And I'm joined with... I don't have an intro. Yes, you do. Make one up. That's right. They just make it up on the spot. It's so creative of you to do that. I'm I'm Janie Mary. <laughs> Our blue-eyed brunette wonder. Aww. <laughs> See, just go up with it. It's because you're so suave. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gary. What's well, on the agenda tonight? But speaking of suave, you don't have to be suave to build up your author brand. brand. What do you have to be, Shayla, to build up your author brand? Authentic. Ooh, that's a good word. That's a good word. Yeah, consistent. That's another good one. Um, you're, I don't know. Just be yourself. Just Absolutely. do your thing. Just be yourself. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, it's been a bit since uh, we did one of these. Would you say that is correct, Janie? Yep. <laughs> it has been a little bit. And I can guarantee you a lot of stuff has been happening behind the scenes. Uh, there was WordFest. We there did was a conference. Our conference, which, like, we were exhausted so exhausted. Us. Like, yeah. in my head, I envisioned we'd be doing this super, like, hour-long recap. But as soon as we got out of local, yeah, we were kaput. We slept, or I know I did, I slept for a very, very long time. Slept for hours on end. Yes. And after our own conference, which was... Oh, a, that's what I'm talking about. That's what... phenomenal yeah. success. Uh, we had a few con- we had a few workshops. Uh, I happened to do one. Yeah, that's right. You did. Yes, I did. That was all right. Oh! oh! <laughs> I'm kidding. I loved it. I really, truly loved it. It was awesome. Because it was our first time to ever have anybody present on theme. We have not done that, and we're almost at two years. And I might have to refine it. I don't know. I'd like to give it another go. <laughs> okay. We can do that. We can do that. I mean, we might, we might want to wait, but yeah, we can do that. No, I'm ready to go. Let's, oh, okay. let's, let's just, just set up a meeting for repetition tomorrow. Repetition is the key for tomorrow On Easter? Right oh on goodness. Easter. That's how we do. All right. But uh, tonight, we are speaking about, we are talking about author branding and author brands. Number one, we're, let's get to what? What is an author brand? Well, my definition is that your author brand is how and why. Readers fall in love with you and decide to read your book. In the business terms, you, the author, you are the brand. Your book is the product. But um, I think there's somebody who does a way more eloquent eloquent job. It's Kimberly Grabas, I believe, is her last name. She said, your author brand is an ongoing, continually evolving story that communicates what makes your work, or in our case, you know, your book, Unique and represents an implied promise to your readers of what they can expect you to consistently deliver. And I think consistently is a key word here. Too many authors just quit with social media, email newsletter, blogging, I don't care what. And they're like, oh, it didn't work the first three times I did it, so I guess I'll quit. And that always drives me crazy. You have to be consistent with it. She finishes the quote with, when readers have a multitude of other options vying for their limited attention, your author brand answers the question, why you? 
So that's what we spent a lot of time talking about on Thursday night. Why? Why should I listen to you? Now I can interject. Like Do it. The idea that your author brand is a continuing narrative of who you are, like as a person. We're going to answer some questions, and it'll become a lot more clearer when I say my answer. But I love that meta-narrative, the continuing story outside of the story, if you will. Okay. And, this you know, is very vague, but we're, I know. we're here. When, we're I answer, here. when I answer the question, you'll understand why, and you'll make the connection. And Oh, and just full disclosure, I, you know, for the purposes of full disclosure, we're enjoying nice slices of cheesecake provided by our wonderful blue-eyed brunette wonder Jamie, <laughs> getting here from the local, everyone eat at local, local, please sponsor the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, we did some very unique exercises, which I felt kind of pushed people to start thinking and start getting engaged with the questions as to what is their author brand. Right. What exercise would you say that is? I mean, outside of the easiest, you know, author branding exercises, <laughs> or do you want to start, you want to kick them off with the first one we did? Literally kick them out of the nest. Let's do it. Yeah, let's okay, do it. so you guys, you know, we really want to provide a lot of value for this, so we're going to show you the exercises we have the Yukon Writers Society members do in order to understand their author brand. Now, when you do this, you might not quite understand what's going on yet, but I need you to just hang around for the adventure, okay? Write down five words. That describe you. This is the time where you get to brag and use some words that positively, that's a key word here, Jamie, describe you. So, um, Gary, do you have yours available? Oh, I have them memorized. Of course you do. All right. (laughs) So what are the five words that describe you as a person, as an author, as a human being, all those wonderful things? If I would have to say, and I have the full disclosure or the full option to say for myself, it would be charismatic, fearless, receptive, Determined. What was that last one? You cannot say good looking. I was going to say intelligent. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you know. Oh, no. Let me swap that for innovative. There we go. Innovative. I knew it was an N yeah. one, so it couldn't have been intelligent. It must yeah. have been innovative. innovative. <laughs> I'm rolling out the burns today. Oh, no, at, this, at this point, like, it's already charged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not. All right. So basically, that's the first thing I want you guys to do. We want you to come up with five words that describe you. What did you have done for yourself, Shayla? Oh, I had resilient, blunt, weird, feisty, and generous. Those are five words that I believe describe me. Janie, what did you have? I did not follow the positive rule. We know. So I've already decided to change one for you. When we get to it, I'll help you with that. That was not, uh, not what I had that mindset going in. Um, empathetic, mm-hmm. shy, optimistic, mm-hmm. childlike, mm-hmm. and needy. So you're going to change needy to loyal. Loyal? Oh. You're going to change shy to... But see, I don't think shy is negative, though. Mm. I really don't. Do you feel like that's negative? I don't. I don't think it's negative, but I think... I'm sorry, I'm eating cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> but... I'm not implying that shy is negative. I just think you should reframe it. That's a more observant because I feel yeah, like totally. you're able to absorb a lot of information right. and look at it from a distance. Would you agree? That's a very nice positive spin on it. Thanks, guys. All right. But so you answer my question. I don't know how to. It's yes or no. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. Okay, guys. So you've got five words that describe you. Our next exercise is write down five passions of yours. 
Now, if you want to say writing science fiction is a passion of mine, that's wonderful. You you can be as specific as you want, but I don't want you guys to do this exercise and feel like it all revolves around writing. You know, for example, mine are my three dogs. That has nothing to do with what I write about. It has nothing to do with anything except that that's what makes me me. I am obsessed with my dogs. I wrote down, number two, my serious infatuation with the JFK assassination, the self-publishing journey, cooking, especially for my friends, yeah. and just literally all the books. I could keep that list going and going and going, but I chose to write down five things that I'm just really, really passionate about, and this is going to play a huge part in your author brand, which we'll get to shortly. So, Gary, what are five of your passions? I had cooking, because I also, I too enjoy cooking. I don't like to clean the afterwards, mm-hmm. but cooking is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, they say cooking is an art, while baking is a science. I think I'm an artist in that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for real. My uh, spicy boy wasabi. Spicy boy! <laughs> my little spicy boy. That's so cute. <laughs> spicy boy wasabi. I really love uh, long discussions on the craft of writing itself. Yes. Like, like those the, immersive ones yes. when the time just, it's been hours, it's and you've been talking about like the same thing, but it's, yes. yes. Uh, my frightening obsession with cults and cult leaders. <laughs> <laughs> like me with serial killers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're serial killers, I have my cult leaders. Yes. Yes. My friends. <laughs> my <laughs> friends. You have your, your uh, Ted Bundy and I have my... Uh, no, mom is the one who's obsessed with Ted Bundy. Bundy. My biggest, biggest obsession is the... Uh, the pizza bomber lady. Oh. I'm so sorry, I always blank on her name. Just a second. Um... Brian Wells was the one who wore the pizza bomb necklace, but I can't remember her name. It's is it Margaret something? Blast it all! Oh, Marjorie Deal is that how you pronounce that last name? Deal. Yeah, yeah Marjorie. Marjorie. That's Deal. my obsession. I have to understand. Have to understand. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But you got see, that's see? what passions that's do. What passion you does. can't stop. <laughs> and of course, the final one being pro wrestling. Those of you who are on me kind of figured that out by now because I will not stop banging on about it. I th- pro, I thought it was called sports entertainment, oh. not pro. I mean, only if wrestling. you watch the mainstream stuff. <laughs> I will admit, I used to watch a ton of back when it was WWF. Right, I watched a ton of that with my friend Aaron, so I can I'm alright with that. All right, Janie, what are your five, are your passions? five passions? Uh, Japan. Oh, good one. And I, I should have put Italy on. Oh. <gasps> Animals. Oh. Traveling. Yeah. Uh, food, especially as gifts. <laughs> like you receiving or giving? I love giving food. Girl. Yeah. I'm your girl for that. Yeah. All right. I'm just, All right. I always think, what can I do to brighten someone's day? I'm not food. a good cook, but I am so happy to go get food and drop it off. So. And that's why we're friends. <laughs> and then the last one is relationships. Like, oh, interesting. That's so general. So it what is. is the like specific of that? Uh, well, kind of like during our dinner discussion, I, um, I, I just need and crave connection with, with my friends and you. family. And if I feel it crumbling apart, I panic. And I'm like, what can I do to fix this? I want to bring us close again. So... Okay, so so you guys who are listening, you're still kind of like, what does this have to do with author branding? I'm going to need you to please stay along for this ride. It is going to be so life-changing for you. Next up, I want you to write down five things that have to do with your work in progress. But what if I have more than one? Then write down (laughs) however many you want. It doesn't matter. But at the minimum, write down five things. So my book is about 
it's a science fiction thriller. And so I wrote down young blood infusion, a powerful CEO, recently divorced mom, anemia, fountain of youth. All five of these are things that are going to be in my book. Gary, five things in a work in progress. High octane action, uh, lengthy in-depth character studies, Egyptian cult. Ooh. Uh, That's my favorite. Oh, weird abilities. And the final one being uh, the post-apocalypse. Very nice. Janie, five things. Sloths. 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 Kids. Internal growth. Ooh. Very good. Animals. Specifically from the Amazon, though, right? Um. Well, since well, it's several for, work in progress that do, you know. Right. Barnyard animals. Or, or you could say for saw the Amazon animals. Dam- or domestic yeah. animals. Okay. And, and, uh, and then underdog <gasps> is another the one. Underdog. Did anybody ever watch underdog? Like, yeah. I'm just wondering if any. I loved mm-hmm. that show. All right. This is your last one. I promise, guys. Who are some authors you adore? So I wrote down Mary Koo because she wrote The Good Girl as well as four other novels. Fifth one coming out. Angela J. Ford, she's author of the Five World Series. Excuse me, Four World Series. Ryan T. Higgins, he does the Mother Bruce children's books. Stephen King, who is the light of my life. (laughs) And I truly would bawl my eyes out if I met him. Jane Friedman, the publishing powerhouse and author of Publishing 101 and the Business of Being a Writer. David Arnold, who wrote Mosquito Land, Kids of Appetite, some hilarious books. So those are some that I just, off the top of my head, absolutely adore. They could write anything. I wouldn't care. I would read it. Gary, some authors you are crazy about. So, uh, don't have as many names as that or even on the back. That's okay. Writer, but we'll take and, it. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, recently, there was a Mr. Jeff Wheeler. Uh, I oh, really, yeah. I, oh, I'm adding him to Goodreads right now. Yeah. Like, as we speak. And the big reason why I'm such a big fan of him right now, it's the way he... On the one hand, he is building an entire world, right? Yeah. In his, with his books, because it's sci-fi. But what I really admire the most is how he makes the characters likable and easy to follow and just wonderful characters that he and, writes. And which one are you reading right now? Because he has so many... Okay, Stormglass well, is the one that you recommend? Oh, I highly recommend it. Okay, and I'm, what genre is it? Uh, science fiction, they said historical sci-fi. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. <laughs> That's really cool, actually. And of course, uh, the other author that I had, that I didn't get to say it, but I wrote it down after the fact. Yeah. Gary V. Oh! Yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk? Like, also I, the what one I love my life. about him, because like, I know it's not for everybody. I love his in-your-face way oh, yeah. of, like, just speaking. Because, you know, I, I have his audiobooks, and he's just in-your-face about it. And if you're going to give up some life-changing facts, it needs to hit you like a ton of bricks. Yep. Have you ever watched his video where he's standing by a literal dumpster? Oh, my God. It is his most one of his most viral videos because everybody kept complaining. And it was just one after another. People were complaining about, oh, this, oh, that. My mom's going to this. My dad's going to that. Blah, blah, blah. So he just got so fed up with it that he had them, like, pull over. And he went up to a dumpster and stood there and did one of his most famous videos about, like, get over it and stop making excuses. Yeah. That's a time for another time. That, that's a, a whole, time for another time. Podcast, yeah. yeah. Okay, Janie. Five authors, or whatever, three, two, whatever, that you just really love. Um, Tammy Sauer. Oh, now she's in Oklahoma, isn't she? She is. She lives in Edmond. Yeah. C.S. Lewis. Oh, Ooh, very nice. Very nice. 
Excellent job. Max Lucado is another religious oh, spiritual man, writer. He's awesome. Ryan Higgins. <gasps> you had him too! I did. Oh my god, I'm so happy. And I feel so cool now. Adam Rubin. What is Adam Adam Rubin? What does he do? Dragons Love Tacos. Oh, he did Dragons Love Tacos. <laughs> yes. Oh, my word. And then he has more than one book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is great, you guys. You've done the exercises. You're still not sure what this has to do with anything, but if you're super duper smart, maybe you know. So one of the things we talked about is when we're talking about author branding, there's some questions that are very in-depth that you're going to need to ask yourself. It is okay if you don't know the answer up front. I didn't. It grows. It evolves. So some of them that I love to think about when I'm trying to coach my authors on branding, I ask them, what is your author brand all about? Like, what is it? What What is it all about? Um, for me, it's all about helping authors realize their dream and write, finish, and self-publish their book. You know, that's what I love to do. Who are you really? At the end of the day, who are you? I think that I am very much a blunt um I as crazy as it remember we said it's okay to brag it's just us I won't tell anyone I think that I am a generous person because I try really hard to help people because I want that I want people to help me what is it about you that makes me want to hear from you every day oh my goodness you've got to have some authors remember we talked earlier about some authors you love I mean I don't care what they're I don't care if they post a video of them washing dishes or making a pie. I, I, I'm just fascinated by their lives because I'm so in love with their writing that I want to be around it. Mm-hmm. I always use Stephen King as an example because he has an adorable little corgi named Molly, a.k.a. Thing of Evil. That's her full name. And so he's always <laughs> posting photos of her. And he's all and he's, he's this little dog dad, and he's got the frisbee and the ball. And it warms my heart because I'm like, this is a man who... Because of his memoir at age 16, I decided to become a writer. And here I am at a certain age that is not necessary to speak into the microphone. Oh, it's just crazy. And I get to see him on Twitter and Instagram and see his life. I mean, that's amazing to me because I'm fascinated by it. So, so what is it about you that makes me want to hear from you every day? Why should I come to your website or follow you on social media? Will I be educated, entertained, encouraged? I talk a lot about value. Like, all of us offer value, right? It's just that value looks different to everybody. Mm-hmm. Value might be that you entertain me by scaring the pants off of me with your horror story. Value might be that you enter- uh, excuse me, encouraged me with a memoir that really spoke to my heart. Value might be that you educated me like Jane Friedman does because she talks so much about publishing and marketing. Or I think what gets understated because all of this, I was like, oh man, i got to be this beacon of hope or to million. Like, no, no. you can even entertain. Uh, totally. You can write something that's just a popcorn read. Right. You know, or you, you just... You're my just, jam! Exactly. You're just there. You're not there to... Think about the complex. No. The human heart. No. You're just there for the bad action scenes and maybe some love. We have a no cuss podcast. That's going to get bleeped out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what did I just say? We All right. that explicit tag on there. <laughs> Alright, finally, why will I love your book? This is a question that you guys have got to ask. A side tip here. Please make sure that you are yourself. Mm-hmm. That sounds really dumb. But when we're talking about author branding, it can be very easy to fall into this idea of 
well, I have to talk a certain way and I have to look a certain way and I have to behave a certain way. That's not true. If you can just be yourself, we'd really appreciate that because we can see straight through any type of fakeness. I mean, I can. Everybody can. We just want you to be yourself. If you are quirky and weird, great. Great. Own it. Own it. Then, I mean, like sometimes Gary does these videos that crack me up. He did one the (laughs) other day that I shared because it was so funny. He was doing a word of the day from, I think, Merriam-Webster. Yeah. And he was trying to talk about, well, then Wasabi, his spicy boy, his cat (laughs) jumped up and ruined the shot. So he's just like, Wasabi... I do not have a cubit of patience for you ruining my shot right now. And it cracked me up because he posted it, and that was just his life. That's just authentic for the cat to jump up there. Anybody else might be like, oh, I have to redo the whole thing. But instead he was like, no, I'm just going to go with it because that's life. So that's just a quick, that's a free, that's free. Before you continue on. I yes. just want to say, like, those questions we asked earlier, like, who are you really? Mm-hmm. What's your author brand about? Mm-hmm. That's why we had to do the exercises. Mm-hmm. Those, that's your answer key. Right, and we're <laughs> going to go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and talk about why that matters. Um, so, back to our homework. The, the five words that you had to write down, remember, mine were resilient, blunt, weird, vicey, generous. These are the words that you need to meditate on when you are trying to find your voice. That authentic voice, the the thing that is just naturally, organically you through and through, go back. Go back to those words that you believe perfectly define who you are. Think about those things when you're writing. Make sure you're channeling them. So, Gary, what were yours again? They were like um, innovative uh, yeah, and perceptive. Like, um, and the reason why I just shoot out videos without a care in the world is because the words innovative and fearless... Like, if it's going to be received badly, oh, well, just shoot another one out. Exactly. (laughs) And that's just part of who you are. Other people, that's not who they are. And they would redo the shot like me. (laughs) And that's okay because that's who I am. So our point is that when you did that exercise and you wrote down five words that describe you, own that. When you do a Facebook Live video, when you write a blog post, when you write an email newsletter, when you write anything, just be you. I really cannot overstate this. So we also had you write down five things that make you, um, that you're passionate about, even if it had nothing to do with writing. Yep. Janie, what were some of yours that had nothing to do with writing? Was there anything on there? Japan. Japan. That doesn't have anything to do with your um, children's story that you're pitching right now, Ready, Set, Sloth. Mm-hmm. But it's part of what makes you you. And you post about it all the time on like Instagram and Facebook. And I love those pictures because I've never been there. And I feel excited about Japan because you're excited about it. And I feel like, wow, maybe I should maybe be more interested in this. Because yeah. she's so ex- excited about it. So when you wrote down five things you're passionate about, those are five things that make you real to the reader. My infatuation with the JFK assassination has zilch to do with anything that I'm writing. But I talk about it uh, somewhat often, frequently, infrequently, I don't know the best word. But when I talk about it, there is so much passion built up behind it because it is a big part of my life. I know it sounds weird, but it is. The same with true crime documentaries. I'm obsessed with that stuff. It doesn't have anything to do with my writing, but it makes me real. I think I've discovered something about myself just now. Yeah? I don't know. Epiphany? This is big, an epiphany. I really like the mechanics and the kind of underpinnings of facades and building a persona. 
You're being awfully vague. Right I now. know. Remember when I said pro wrestling was my thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the beginning, I was like, uh, there's that meta narrative, a continuing story of who you are as a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It all fits in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, you have a lot of epiphanies, which I value. <laughs> I really appreciate that about you. Isn't this great, folks? This is, you can only have this happen whenever you're recording or listening to the Yukon Writer Society. YukonWriterSociety.com. <laughs> okay, so we've got this down. You guys are doing really good. Remember your third ex- exercise. We had you write down five things that had to do with your work in progress. I cannot tell you how many times I received the following question. What should I post about on social media? My book isn't even done yet. Not even really written. What should I post about? Well, you wrote down five things that had to do with your work in progress. So talk about that. Talk about those things. You know, you can write about, for example, anemia is going to be a very specific thing that happens to one of the protagonists in my book. So I can have a dialogue there. I can post about that on Facebook, on Instagram. I can ask people, is anybody here suffering from anemia? Because I have questions for you and I'd like to interview you for my character sketch. Man, that's a whole thing right there. Janie, what were some things you had that were five things in your WIP? You had animals, you had... Internal growth, underdog. Underdog. So that, that to me is such a good... You know, question that you could put out on social media, email newsletter, I don't care. You could say, what is one of your favorite stories of an underdog, you know, becoming the hero? What's one of your favorite stories about that? Do you have a personal story? Um, I think that's a wonderful opportunity for her to get in there. What's what's one of yours? Um, You had high octane action. And uh, like character depth and Egyptian cults. So Egyptian cults, um, I was absolutely on another level of obsessed with Egyptian culture. Ancient Egyptian, uh, ancient Egypt specifically when I was in 7th, 8th, ninth grade. I, in fact, I wanted to be an archaeologist. That's what yes. I wanted to do before I discovered writing. And you can pose that question and be like, so I'm obsessed with Egyptian cults and here's what I've learned. And sometimes I like to just end with a question. The question is, will my dogs ever stop barking during podcasts? The answer is no. Um, but I like to end with a question and say, here's what I'm totally fascinated with. Here's what I've learned. What's something that you know about about Egyptian this? If you don't know anything about it, what's something that you love to obsess over? You can do that. Um, all right. So finally, your last exercise was five or well, any amount really, but some authors that you just really love. Ooh, yeah. So, Janie, didn't you have Higgins on there? I did. Okay, you. Why do you love learn? Like, why do you love him? What's well, so great about him? I put Ryan Higgins and Adam Rubin both because, um, which I just realized they're both male picture uh-huh. book authors. So that's yeah, cool. that's kind of. I mean, I don't say rare, but no, but there are definitely more female. Totally. Writers in that genre, but well, um, their humor comes through with their oh, writing are style. Hysterical. You know, another epiphany. I'm oh, so sorry. It's Epiphany Day. I know. Congratulations. The authors that we like, they not only do they provide a template of what we want to emanate and yeah. try to be like, yeah. but they also reflect what we do already. Because when I'm reading your stuff, uh, there's humorous oh, bits. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. And now it's all coming clear. And like, why I like Jeff Wheeler because uh, deep characters and yeah. you know. Stuff like that. Like it's the stuff that we're already doing and also want to get better at. Great. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. So so when you did that list of authors that you love, you need to understand that for your author brand, these are people you can learn from. 
These are people you should be following nonstop. Take a look at how they do things. Is it similar to how you would like to present your brand online? That's really important. Um, Also, I feel like sometimes we have people listening to these podcasts. And I mean, I'd say probably every time we mention social media, we mention the website, we mention something where there's an online presence. Please remember that if you have if you've decided I don't want to have anything to do with social media, I hate it if author branding requires it, I would want to honestly say to you, if you feel that way about the lifeline to your readers and the best tool for building an author brand and that's what social media is, then in all kindness, that's fine, but you need to lower your expectations yeah. of what success looks like to you as an author. Yeah. Author branding at the end of the day, if you've hung out this far, it means that I have fallen in love with you as a writer. I have fallen in love with you as a writer. Um, I just love everything about you. And I've decided I want to read everything that person writes. And Wednesday's getting a drink right now. And so it's extremely distracting. Another thing you asked that, like another epiphany, if you will. Okay. Like, it's supposed to be difficult, guys. Yeah, exactly. Quit acting like it's, it's, I mean, guys, come on. Social, Facebook's been around officially since 2004. Is that right? 2004, yeah. Come on. It has 2 billion active users. Let's calm down. The future is now. The future is now. So now what? You've done these exercises. You're starting to understand a little bit about why author branding is so important. Just do it. Just go out there and start talking about your book, even though it's not finished. It's okay. People want to be along for the ride. They want to feel like they have a part in the book that you've worked years on. Jane Doe. Um, that exact spiel you just said, I remember you saying it at almost the... Was it like the first conference we did? Okay. Okay. Um, because I had the same question. I was like, well, how in the world can I get followers Uh you're talking about this and building your brand and and platform and all that but i don't have a finished book Mm -hmm. let alone published and out there for them to purchase so what why would they even care about little old me Uh and at the conference you were just like because when you slam back with all this great information (laughs) because of reasons (laughs) And um, went and, and explained it has to be a journey that they, they come along with you. So that was like two years ago, right? Way right. back when. So for two years, you plot along and do it. And, and I haven't had gigantic growth or success. I and think it, you have. Well, I mean, I guess compared to back then. but uh, Back then, you didn't even have a story. I don't think I had Instagram back then. <laughs> you didn't have anything. And you have all that. Yeah. And I'll also give, I know you guys have already heard this example, but for those who are listening who haven't, my author, David Mike, he wrote Dishonor, which was a beautiful memoir about his time in federal prison. You know, he was dishonorably discharged from the army. He was dealing ecstasy. He was, by all accounts, not a very good person, right? Well, obviously, he's doing pretty good now. And he has a wife and, sorry guys, he has a wife and three kids. He's very, very happy. He blogged this book for two years before he went through editing, before he got it published. And he had asked me, he said, why is anybody going to buy this book? I mean, they've already pretty much read most of it. Sure, there's going to be new content. Sure, it's going to be edited. But why would they read it? Why would they buy it if they've been following the blog? And I said, because this is their book too. 
they were a part of the entire journey and feel like their heart is in it. And sure enough, he killed it with his launch. So please remember that just because you don't have a finished product doesn't mean that you can't brand yourself as an author. In fact, I think you're in a better place when you are starting from the beginning and don't have a book. That's just my opinion. Any other final thoughts on author branding? I mean, be real. (laughs) (laughs) Be real. Be real. I mean, just put in the work. Please put in the work. And I, I, I mean, mean, we kind of have this short little discussion. Like, uh, we have those days where it's like, oh, what is even the point of this moving? Right. My you mom's know. the only one who reads my blog. Yeah, or, yeah. Only one, like, it's all about consistency. It's a consistency game. Like, the ones who win in the end are the ones That's who right. keep pushing. Yeah. You you only get viral once and it only lasts 15 minutes. So you, mm-hmm. Like, we're telling you to build something solid, you know? For the rest of your life. Yeah. So I think we should end this note on a tell me something good. Janie, tell me something good. Mm, can I use the same one from Thursday? Of course. My hubby ordered me business cards. Oh, and they're beautiful. I know. I feel so supported. So they're awesome looking and I can't wait to hand them out. And you're going to DFWCon, right? I'm going to DFWCon to hand out Dallas Fort Worth Writers Conference. For those who are unaware, it's June 22nd and 23rd. My favorite conference of the year. Mm. Um, you guys can find out more at DFWCon.org. Oh, man, it's going to be amazing, you guys. I'm, I'm ready for it to be here right now. Gary, tell me something good. Every day above the ground is a good day. <laughs> and it's always great when you're surrounded by people you love. That's very nice and very Gary. <laughs> Is there anything specific that's been really good in your life this oh, week? Oh man, I mean, I got nothing to complain about. I just got it. I'm just grateful for it. No, baby, don't chew the wires. <laughs> good lord. Hey, you had chicken parm tonight. I had chicken There's parm. Something, that's something good. It, it, that wasn't something good. That was something great. Something great. All right, tell me something good, Shayla. Okay, Shayla. I today is my six year anniversary. So what that means is that six years ago on this day in Tristan Towers condos on Pensacola Beach, Florida, United States of America, I was crying (laughs) because I didn't know what to do with my life. And I was really frustrated because I had come out of a pretty messed up situation with a t shirt company at the end of February and so I felt like what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? So my mom pulled me aside and she said, if you could do anything in the world, what would you do? If you could wake up every morning and know you'd do the same thing, what would it be? And so I, she really actually did a lot of tough love with me, and that works very well. Some people need a lot of, like, uh, kindness. Coddling. and Yeah, coddling. No, that does not work on me. You have to be pretty brutal. And so I left, and I started making a pros and cons list of things I wanted to do. And editing was always at the top. And so that very day, I started a free WordPress blog, and it was called Curious or Editing, which became an LLC, and then I rebranded to Shayla Raquel later. But my original ta- uh, my original tagline was expert editing with a comic twist, because all of my blog posts had a comic with them at the very beginning, that very first year. So today is six years since I started my own business. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So as we end this thought on author branding, I just want to say that if you can do all this wonderful stuff, you know, when you talk about the things you love, the things you're passionate about, if you will do that, when it's time to do your book launch, you've had months and months of developing your author brand 
growing your social media following, garnering book ambassadors, which are loyal readers who fangirl over your book, driving web traffic, and even getting some awesome pre-orders in. So if you guys can brand yourself as an author, remember that it's for the long game. You're in this for the whole rest of your life. So enjoy it and have fun with it. I'm and done with that. Yeah. I can I can see myself committing to that for life. Do it. Do it. You want wasabi, a spicy boy. My spicy boy. Do we want to? How do we want to end this spiel tonight, guys? Do we want to do a quote of the day? Like, what do we want to do? How do we want to end it? Hit us with that quote. Well, I have a motivational writing quote for you guys. Oh, or I could do that one, the literary technical thing. Yes. All right, we'll do that one. So my dogs are really annoyed. And I do greatly apologize. Um, Gary, while I look while I, while I look that up, will you uh, tell them one happy thing while I look that up, please? Yes, I will tell you one happy thing. As far as going on in my life, man, I'm writing. And that's good life to me. It's what I want to do for the rest of my life. It's yeah. just right. No matter the circumstance, as long as I muster up enough energy to get up there and just write, then I'm good. I'm a happy camper. Like my boy is spicy. Larry Nevin said, There is a technical, literary term for those who mistake the opinions and beliefs of characters in a novel for those of the author. That term is an idiot. Ooh, I feel like there's some going on. (laughs) All right, you guys. Gary, take it away. Well, that was uh, another podcast of the Yukon Writer Society, The Writer's Nook. This has been your handsome engineer extraordinaire, Mr. Gary Medina. On the nines and tens with the wheels and gears, I was joined with blonde, blue brunette. Do you not know what hair color you have? I told you the blue-eyed brunette wonder. Oh, oh, there we go. You're not blonde. I'm not blonde. Lord Jesus, Janie, Mary, (laughs) Shayla, Raquel, with Wednesday, Chanel, and Baker. And with that, we bid you adieu. Ciao. Konbanwa. <laughs> Konbanwa. Is that it? It's Japanese. I love it. It's good evening. Konbanwa. Konbanwa. Why? Everything they say is so happy. Ohio. <laughs> That's good morning. <laughs> yeah. Ohio. Y